It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Well, look at this weather forecast. I'm enjoying it. You know what? It's uh, the first weekend of fall, but it's going to be beautiful. I mean, 30 degrees with the humidity for Friday and Saturday. Yeah, sign me up. I'll take that every damn September. That's good. You know what that's going to do is make the fucking golf courses busier. This summer sucked. I'm going to be honest with you. It sucked. Golf courses were one of the first things to reopen, and people decided all of a sudden, hey, I'm a golfer now. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm a golfer now. Great. Thanks for holding up my line. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like there's probably, I know that there's some real hardcore golfers like myself that will play in the rain, that will play even if it's snowing outside, as long as it's warm enough to play, they'll play hardcore golfers. We're out there all the time. And now all these people have either reignited their love affair with golf or they've just discovered it. Hurry the fuck up. I don't know if we need to have different golf courses for the casual run-of-the-mill hackers who apparently have nothing else to do in a day, but I like to get around to golf done in less than three hours. If it gets done in less than three hours, I'm a happy guy. You know what else is a problem since I'm on a rant anyway? You go, 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 go. You cheap fuckers. (laughs) If you're going to play golf and hold me up and just shank balls left, right, and center into the woods and into the forest and into the water and down into other fairways... At least use a good ball. Do you know how many balls? Because I'll take the time since I've got to wait anyway. I'll wander into the forest and take a look for golf balls. Do you know how many Kirkland golf balls I've found recently? Like these are people who decided, yeah, I'm a golfer now. And went to Costco and bought like three dozen golf balls for like $5 or something. They're shitty golf balls. Start using Pro V1s. If you're going to make me wait behind you, at least shank a good ball into the forest so I get a little reward for it. Pro V's are uh, 55 bucks a dozen. Mm-hmm. Use a good ball, you cheap fuckers. <laughs> and you know what? If, if uh, God bless the I ladies. I knew you were that, done. Go. Go God bless the ladies that just listened to this part of the podcast. If you've got a guy in your life that's a golfer, could be your dad, could be your boyfriend, could be your husband, your fiance. I don't give a shit. Go look in his golf bag. You see what kind of nonsense is in there. He's probably got a few empty cans of beer in there that he smuggled onto the golf course. Again, cheap fuckers. And he's probably also got some shitty golf balls. Take those shitty golf balls and just go throw them in a river somewhere. Get them out of his bag so they don't end up on the golf course and waste my time trying to pick them up. Hmm? We good? We're good. Yeah? I think I, got the, crystal, the crystal clear, my friend. Crystal clear. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm not even even planning to golf anytime soon, and you scared the shit out of me. So I think we're good. Well, I mean, come on. We got to wait. It's taken me like five and a half hours to play golf, and that's when I can get a tee time because the courses are loaded up with a bunch of hackers that are smuggling beer and smoking weed and shanking shitty golf balls into the forest, and it's driving me nuts. I can't believe I walked halfway through a stream to pick up a Kirkland golf ball. Come on. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That's great. All right. Fabulous. On to other things. All right. <laughs> Just an astounding amount of downloads this week, everybody. Thank you very much. Uh, we will we'll flip it around this week. There is some COVID things to do, but we'll do the COVID stuff at the end so you don't have to skip through it if you don't want to hear the nonsense. And believe me. I hear you. There's a lot of people who are sick of it. I get it. We do it because, well, it's just one of those things to do. And we realize there's a fast forward button and you don't have to listen to that shit. So we'll do the COVID stuff at the end. But there's a couple of other things that are on the go today. I absolutely love this thread that's on Reddit. 
Oh, we'll talk about threesomes in just a sec. Don't let me forget about the threesome. Ah, I'm not going to forget you're, about the threesomes. You're not going to forget about I, that. I, I never do. Uh, let's talk about Subway for a second. Somebody started a thread on Reddit where they encouraged Subway sandwich artists mm-hmm. to comment on some of the strangest things that people have ordered. I didn't know that Subway has so many freaks that go in there. But some of these are messed <laughs> everywhere up. Everywhere has freaks. Every to be fair, everywhere has freaks. I've seen people go into Subway and do things like uh yeah, I'll have a a pizza sub, but I want you to double the meat and double the cheese and put on extra sauce and then cover it in pepper and salt. I thought, "Huh, that's a lot of meat and a lot of cheese and a lot of bread." But all right, fine, to each their own. I I, I shouldn't judge that. But some of these have taken it to a brand new level, Cat, You ready? I'm ready. One person went into a subway, asked for a meatball sub, but they wanted it covered in the topping that they use for their seafood sub. They basically wanted a meatball sub with scoops of seafood salad beside it or that, on top of it. That's the, You know what? That's, that's called fancy, okay? That's fancy. <laughs> surf and turf. That's surf and surf turf. And turf. Like, you know how much you have to pay for that? <laughs> that's not, that's gross. That, I love seafood and um, a meatball sub, okay, sure. Together, no thanks. One person walked in and asked for a sandwich. Toasted four times. So the, pers- the, the sandwich artist put it in the toaster thing that... And it comes out toasted in 20 seconds. And then the person said, put it in again. Put it in again. One more time. Four times they wanted it toasted. They basically wanted a sandwich where the bread was charcoal. Yeah. Four times toasted. How do you eat that? How do you eat that? How do you like that taste? I don't know, because it's going to crunch and just drop those, those charred remains all down your chest and into your lap on every single bite. It's going to be gross. One person says, a customer came in and asked for olives and then more olives. They wanted so many olives that we cut them off and they demanded to speak to the manager. <laughs> That's Sandwich Karen. That's Subway Karen. I'd like to speak to the manager, please. It's supposed to be whatever toppings I want, and I want all of the olives. Wow. Yeah, you can't just do that. Like, Leave olives for other people if that's what they like. Seriously. And, and you know what? I've heard of people, too, bringing their own stuff because they're so worried about that. Because they like a certain kind of pepper that they don't have there. Or they're worried about taking all of them, so they'll bring their own. Which takes a lot of dedication. I mean, you really have to need that on your sandwich to bring your own to a place that you're ordering food from. But add up the amount of actual olives that is. I mean... I've never done the math, but I have to imagine that big, clear, square container at Subway that's filled to the brim with green or black olives. There's got to be dozens and dozens and dozens of olives in there. How many fucking olives can you eat? They wanted, like, the whole thing on there. That's nuts. That's nuts. And I always feel bad asking for extra tomatoes, which I do. I'll always ask for extra tomatoes. And I always feel bad one time saying it. I couldn't imagine me like, more, more. What are you doing? Shovel it on. I want basically nothing but tomato and a little bit of bread. This person went into a subway and asked for a whole wheat bread and every single condiment. Nothing else. I'm trying to figure out how they would even ring that in. I think you would probably ring that in as a veggie sub, but they didn't actually want any veggies on it. They wanted the bread, the bun, with 
uh, let's see here, tzatziki sauce and honey mustard, regular mustard, sub sauce, mayo, light mayo. Um, the what's that shitty chicken sauce that they've got? <laughs> sweet onion teriyaki. Oh, Put some of that onion, on there too. Sweet onion teriyaki. Right, right, right. Um, and it's not just Subway. I mean, we had people texting us this morning when we were talking about this on our on our morning show. Um, let's talk about <laughs> Harvey's for a sec. Jess said, I once worked at Harvey's. Somebody ordered six patties on one bun. Six patties on one bun, which you can do. Well, You're allowed to do that. Sure, yeah. They also added every topping. They wanted all the toppings on it and six patties. She, I don't even understand how someone fits that in their mouth. Neither do I. But you know what, though? We all have friends, and, and they're either just fat fucks or they're uh, uh, like the gym rats. So we, you and I have a mutual friend, Jimmy, who yeah. is just a beast in the gym. He's got arms that are bigger than my head. He's yeah. a monster. And he goes, and when he eats, he just takes in as many calories as he can. It's nothing for him to go to McDonald's and eat five double cheeseburgers. He burns it all off saying hello. Like, that's it. His body is just... He'll, he'll lose so much weight overnight that he has to consume a certain amount of food. That's how crazy it is. And it's true. And his cheat days are insane. Oh, it's nuts. But, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. If you're going to go to McDonald's and order five double cheeseburgers, might as well at least skip the carbs and just get all those cheeseburgers on one bun. Right. Hey, Again, I don't yeah. know how you eat it. I mean, that's kind of messed up to begin with. I know. I know. Uh, oh, and here's another one, too, that always gets me. The coffee orders, Scott. The coffee orders. So we got a text here. I worked at Tim Hortons 15 years ago. I still remember this guy that came in to order an extra large coffee, three cream, four sugars, two sweeteners. Because the four sugars. Sorry, say that again. Extra I think large. I'm offended, but I can't decide. Extra large coffee. Three cream, okay, that's a lot of cream, four sugar, and that wasn't sweet enough. No, no. Two sweeteners on top of that. So Two here's the thing. four sugar, three cream. So the guy doesn't like coffee. Like, the, the truth huh. of the matter is, you might as well pop caffeine pills because you clearly don't like coffee. Yeah, you ordered a coffee, but you, you don't actually like coffee. You ordered sugar and cream with a dash of coffee. I don't Why understand. Why would somebody do that? I don't know. I mean... I know that that happens. You and I have worked at uh, Tim Horton's camp days over the years, and people order messed up stuff. Like, we've all heard of the double-double. That's just sort of the thing. And when you first start drinking coffee, you probably just get a double-double because you've heard that expression before. Oh, the double-double, please. And then there's people out there that drink a triple-triple. We had somebody, when we were working at Tim Horton's, it was in Woodbridge, ask for a quadruple-quadruple. Four cream, four sugar. They got up to the window and I said, get the fuck out of here. Just keep going. You're not getting anything. Go. <laughs> Honestly, get your shit and get the fuck out. Yeah. Because that is disgusting. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do your health a favor. Get the fuck out of here. You're not getting that. You go home. You go home. It's a good life down the street. Go hit it. Brutal. <laughs> it's brutal. But I know some people who do like it super sweet. I don't understand. And tea, same thing. People who have tea, but then they put like a mound of sugar in the tea. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't actually like tea. Why don't you have a pop? Just have a pop. Have a pop. Do that. Uh, Back to Subway for a second. Here's a person who ordered a cold cut combo, but they wanted basically the entire bottle of sub sauce on it. The oil. How does the bun not get soaked with that, though? It was soaked. 
it would have been completely drenched, and their hands would have smelled like Italian dressing, basically, for Oof. days. Oof. This person ordered a meatball sub, but they just wanted the meatballs, no sauce. Okay, yeah, you know what, that's not the worst thing. But this is how they ordered it. I want a meatball sub, no sauce, extra vinegar. Hmm. That must have been a pregnant lady, right? There's no way that I'm wasn't sorry, a pregnant lady. Vinegar? Yep. Meatball sub, no sauce, extra vinegar. I don't, I don't know what that know would Subway had like. vinegar. I mean, I, I like to be open-minded in that, like, don't knock things till you try it, but I cannot find a scenario where my taste buds would enjoy the, that combination ever. You can Google that thread. It's on Reddit if you want. Subway sandwich artists talking about the most bizarre things that people have asked for. Let me ask you another question. Why do people still live in Australia? Because it seems like everything there wants to kill you at all times. <laughs> and and they're not even they're not even like right in front of your face about it. They are sneaky and sly. They creep up your toilets, whether it's a spider or a snake. I and it's real. I mean, this is so true because I have an Australian friend who I have on Snapchat, and he'll send things now and again that make me go, "Why are you still living there?" Like, there's no way. There's and it's a beautiful place. But the only reason, Scott, I won't go there is the creatures, the creepy crawlies, all of it. What now? Tell, tell, go ahead. I assume it has to do with spiders or snakes. This person, an Australian woman, had to call a specialist for help when she opened her glove box and found a venomous snake in there. There it is. There it is. It's creeped right in there. <sighs> Andrew's snake removal was called to a Queensland pharmacy by a woman who was pulling up to the business when she spotted the snake slithering out from the glove compartment of her vehicle. Apparently, it's normally difficult to find snakes that hide inside cars, but the culprit in this case made the work easy for the snake catcher by retracting back into the glove compartment. He identified the snake as a venomous red-bellied black snake. Again, it's an island. Why don't you guys just over there in Australia? And we do have a few listeners in Australia. There's a couple dozen of them. I don't want to tell you guys what to do. You guys seem like you've got your shit together. You're nice people. But everything there seems to also want to kill you. So why don't you guys just spend like a week or two and just round up everything that's bad and throw it in like some sort of a weird Australia kill me type jail. Like gather up all these snakes and the kangaroos that want to beat the shit out of you. All that sort of stuff. Just get rid of them, put them somewhere, because it seems dangerous to just walk down the street in Australia when at any given time, uh, any everything from a kangaroo to a koala bear to a venomous snake could just jump out of nowhere and bite you. You can't even go in the water because all the sharks are attacking. It's fucked up. It's <laughs> fucked up. There, like I said, it's like it's every angle. It creeps up. It go, comes from up top. It comes from the water. It comes from the land. It don't give a shit. It comes for you and it'll find you. Before we uh, switch to a couple of COVID things here, just quickly, we have an update today on the Megan the Stallion situation. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so she's now admitting it was Tory Lanez that shot her, and Tory Lanez is already saying, I didn't shoot her. And he actually has a decent point. He's bringing up something that I addressed right at the very beginning of well, this whole saga. Here is the problem. If Megan Thee Stallion wants to go ahead with any kind of lawsuit against Tory Lanez or even press charges in any way, shape or form, she w described being shot at as 
I was, my back was faced to the person who shot me. And, and at the time, she didn't name names. So right then and there, hey, Tory Lane's lawyers were like, fabulous. You didn't even see Tory shoot you. Great. We're good to go here. Um, there was also speculation that she made it up, that she didn't get shot right from the beginning. We did have reports that she actually cut her foot on glass. She says it's bullshit. She says she got shot. And here's what happened to make this situation escalate. Midnight comes around and Tory Lanez drops an album. The album, which he did over the last couple of months, clearly, Daystar, is a concept album about Megan Thee Stallion's claim that he shot her in July. And all of it says it's bullshit. And he says he's being framed. He's going as far as to say that he's being framed just because she didn't like him for other reasons. There were also rumors that apparently he hit on Kylie that night and Megan Thee Stallion was pissed that he tried to go for Kylie And then that started a fight, and then it escalated things. She's saying that's not true, by the way. She is addressing that rumor saying that has nothing to do with Kylie at all. So keep her out of it. The lyric in one of the songs, Money Over Fallouts, How you gonna get shot in your foot, and that shit don't hit no bones or tendons. That's a great point. How do you get shot in the foot and not hit a single bone or tendon? How is that possible? I mean, I don't know. She has... Obviously, she shared, but then deleted images of her in the hospital after the surgeries. And all that, here's the thing. All this shit doesn't matter who says what. We got to look at the evidence. And I would like to know. I know the hospital can't release information, but she went to the hospital that night. Can we see proof? Why doesn't she show proof that she got bullets removed, I believe? Because I don't think it was a through and through, right? She got bullets removed. Oh, yeah. It was in her foot. Okay, so she got bullet removed. So where's the bullet? Can we not line it up to Tory's gun, which, by the way, was confiscated on this felony weapons charge that he was hit with the whole night it went down, by the way. And he was charged with felony weapons. Did they check that it was that it was fired at? And if you knew someone got shot, you need to get a backstory. It's very confusing because all these officials and authorities in the situation, whether it's the police or the hospital, usually do their due diligence on this. So where's the proof on that? Where are we at there? Because they did say they had an investigation going. We've heard nothing since. And now now we're naming names here. So let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of what really happened that night. Let's find the bullet. Let's see the gun. Does it match? What the fuck is going on here? It's so confusing and so weird. There's so many question marks, which is what's making everyone come to their own conclusions about it. So if you want to get proof, get the proof. So, and I'm talking to both of them. Tori. Where's that bullet? You should be the first one to say, hey, get the bullet and I'll prove that it wasn't me. Or come up with your story about how it got, uh, how your gun did fire, but it wasn't you or something. Because you know there's got to be evidence here. I'm really confused about the whole thing, to be honest with you. And I'm starting to wonder, I'm starting to wonder now if this was some kind of a fucking setup of some kind to get both of their names out there more. I don't even know. And I hate to do that. And I I don't mean to put anything on a victim if she really is the victim of a a gunshot uh, wound and, and all of that. And, and it's, a, it's a problem. But where's, where's all the answers? Where, where, where are we at here? It's you know, it, really fucked up. It used to be that if you wanted attention for an upcoming album release, you just had to start dating another celebrity. Or you had to put out a sex tape. Shooting yourself or, or letting somebody else shoot you to get promo for a new album? Well, that's just next level shit. I mean, we've certainly raised the bar on album promotion. That's putting some skin in the game. Yeah. I'm here for it. Somebody, by the way. Who's getting shot next? Who's got an album coming out? Somebody, by the way, um, reminded us as well that Tori is back in Canada and he's been in Canada for a bit. So, steel toe boots. Steel toe boots around Tori. People with these zodiac signs 
are most open to having a threesome? You curious? Uh, sure. I mean, uh, all, that kind is, of, all that kind of stuff is kind of bullshitty to me. But yeah, let's do it. This is from the app Three Fun. That's an app that you can get on if you're interested in having a threesome. So they looked at a million of their users. They looked at their birth dates. Wanted to see, is there a lot more of one birth date or another birth date? They say there is. So that, in their mind, means they can draw a correlation between zodiac signs and the desire to have a threesome. The three, and these were pretty consistent, three most common signs of people that want to have threesomes. Capricorns, Leos, Geminis. Mm Mm-hmm. You're a Gemini? Do you think there's anything to it? <laughs> First of all, my husband's a Leo and I'm a Gemini, so that makes well, me laugh. Well, holy shit. Well, holy shit. But I mean, I, I know, again... No wonder you don't return my texts on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy. Fuck off. No. No. I don't... I mean, again, I think anything that links like that, it's bullshit. It's, but uh, maybe there is something to it. Maybe there's not. But uh, I don't know. Those things are all kind of bullshit to me. Bottom three. The signs that are least interested in a threesome, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Libra. Those are the three least likely. Why don't you open up a little bit, you three? Come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, People in relationships that are looking for a threesome, Leo, Gemini, Cancer. Okay, so same for the other ones, but Cancer now. Yeah, Uh, those are people who are in a relationship that just want to bring a third person in. Or, or be the third person in somebody else's relationship. Or could it be that those are the most likely to answer surveys? Nah, nah, <laughs> That's entire- Oh, no. They didn't do that. They just looked at all the birth dates of all their users. You had to input your uh, okay, information when right. you signed up for the app. Okay, finally, uh, let's just uh, – I want to do a quick thing on COVID. Like, let's keep this to five minutes and then wrap it up because people have got shit to do. Uh, there's a couple of headlines today that I want to comment on briefly here. Number one, it's amazing how quickly people turn. Since – I'm going to say – June, Mm -hmm. June, Doug Ford, the premier of Ontario, has been on the news every day, every day. What's he been saying? What's he been saying every day for months? Go get tested. Go get tested. There's testing centers here, testing centers there. Go get tested. Go get tested. Go get tested. And it's funny because he wanted to start off. The first goal was let's do 30,000 tests a day. And then they started hitting that out of the park. Then he raised it to 50,000. Our new goal is 50,000. They say by the end of this year, we'll be doing 70,000 tests a day. And there were days when we'd have tests around 20,000. And there was people out there that'd be like shitting on the premier. Like, well, what the fuck? Why was there only 20,000 tests done? Because only 20,000 people went to get tested. We had the capacity. We could have done up to 30, but only 20,000 people went. We're not grabbing people off the streets and saying, you, here, come here, stick this shit up your nose. And of course, now we have to have tests. I mean, we've talked about this before. There's some people who just have to have it, and that's part of it. Right. And that's the thing. Right now, there's a lot of people who have to get tested. And now we've got these long lines at the testing centers because everybody showed up at once. And I'm actually kind of surprised that people are surprised that there's a long line. This is what happens. For months, there was nobody there. You could have gone and gotten tested any time. You could have walk in, get your test, walk out, no problem. You get your results in 24 to 48 hours. Fine. But it really drives me nuts that people are complaining about these new uh, testing things. Here, in case you missed it, is the difference. Now, for the actual testing centers, they only want people to go who are symptomatic, mm-hmm. high risk, 
or have been told they need to go get a test. Those are the three scenarios where they want you to go to the testing centers. Symptomatic, high risk, or you've been told you need to get tested. Now, for everybody else, because there's a lot of people out there who think, oh, yeah, shit, I'll get tested. I just want to see what it's all about. What's going on here? Oh, I don't know if I've got Peace it. Peace of mind, right? Can... And some people need it. Some people really have high anxiety. I've talked to a couple of people recently who, who are really have been really anxious, and it's taking a toll on their mental health. So they get 100%. it done regularly to make sure they don't, just for peace of mind. Right. But they don't have any reason to think they actually have it Correct. because they, yeah. they're, they're asymptomatic or they don't have it to begin with. Yeah. He's asking those people. We've got, right off the bat, 60 different pharmacies that you can go to and get a test done. So he wants the people who are symptomatic or high risk or uh, have been ordered to get a test, you guys go to the testing centers. If you just want that peace of mind, make an appointment and go to one of the pharmacies and get your test there. For whatever reason, the, the people are pissed off at this. I don't know. Like, did they just think that we could snap our fingers and instantly add enough tests to, to do it? Like, did they think there was just a, a lineup of, of doctors and nurses just sitting around in lawn chairs outside the hospital waiting for people to pull up? Yeah. I, I don't understand why people are surprised that there's lines. Everybody's going at once because everybody's getting sent home for stupid reasons. Yeah. And some of them are stupid reasons. Can I say? We can't increase the capacity overnight is my point. Go ahead. I no, I totally agree with you. Can I say? Can we talk about the pharmacy part and what sometimes kind of concerns me as we look at how long those lines are at those testing centers for sure. people who've been sent home? Is the amount of people that will probably lie, like straight up, they're going to be like, okay, so I do have the sniffles, okay, or my kid does have a headache and has had a headache for a couple days, but fuck this. I'm not making an appointment or waiting in line, so I'm just going to go to the pharmacy because it's going to take less time and I want to get them back in school and let's go. And then they're all going to go to the pharmacies. That's the part that does worry me if the testing numbers, if we can't keep up with this in the testing centers themselves. If everybody does what they're supposed to do, it should be okay. And I don't mean to be an alarmist on it, but it does worry me a bit about them being in the pharmacy saying, only if you don't have symptoms, okay? You think that everyone's going to abide by that? I certainly don't. So now everybody's you have, in it for themselves. Yeah, exactly. So now you have people potentially with COVID and maybe not hopefully doing the right things, but they're going to be in those pharmacies where we're shopping at and stuff like that. Instead of mm. just going from their home, which they're supposed to be doing to the testing center and back again and basically isolating until they find out the results. Yeah. Can I tell you that if I found out uh, like here where I live in Milton, there are, I'm going to say five shoppers drug marts. If I found out that one of them was one of those COVID testing centers, I'd probably go to one of the other four mm -hmm. just to be on the safe okay, side. Okay, me too. Me too. So that doesn't make me crazy. Like, that's the one thing I'm thinking about. I'm glad that they're doing it in pharmacies because I think mm. that's great and it's much more convenient for people and it will take the pressure off of the testing centers. But yeah, I don't really want to go there. Uh, last thing I want to mention on this is a group of 38 health leaders and doctors urging the province place restrictions on non-essential businesses and activities that facilitate social gatherings. The group says in a statement that immediate action is needed to curb the rising cases of COVID and prevent another lockdown of businesses and schools. So they say to prevent a lockdown immediately, they want the province to shut down dine-in restaurants and bars, nightclubs, gyms, theaters, and places of worship. I don't understand where they're coming from here because I pay attention to those cases pretty carefully and I actually do dive down into that sort of thing. I don't see a whole lot of cases coming from churches or gyms or movie theaters or even restaurants. 
And just because there is a case, let's say, for example, you heard there was um, uh, an infection at a restaurant that you went to recently. It doesn't mean that someone went to that restaurant and caught COVID. It means that somebody who tested positive was at the restaurant. They could have caught it anywhere. It doesn't mean they caught it from the restaurant. But here's the problem. I don't know that we should be shutting down any more businesses. These businesses have been through enough. Unless this gets really, really dire. Really dire. I mean, our hospital capacity is nearing critical mass. These businesses, theaters, gyms, restaurants, churches, they were all given a strict criteria to follow. And the government said, you can reopen in stage two or stage three if you follow these rules that will keep people safe. If they're following those rules, there shouldn't be a problem with them being open right now. Mm -hmm. Now, if they're not following the rules, shut them down. If they're cutting corners or trying to use technicalities and and they're cheating the system, sure, shut them down. But if they're doing everything right, and this is just a business owner who's made an investment and wants to protect their business, they're a restaurant and they serve food and they're doing it carefully and they're paying their staff and employing people – No, don't shut them down. There's no need to shut them down. If they're following the protocols, everything should be fine. It was the government themselves that said, if you follow these rules, you'll be fine. We don't need to shut down any more businesses. Not right now, anyway. Yeah, I agree. I know. I want to figure out as best we can to make this work, um, if these numbers go up, where we can still help these businesses out. I know so many who are just barely staying afloat right now and their landlords can only do so much i mean they're stretched out too and i get that but uh yeah that i I, i'm totally with you on that and on that we will say thank you for listening to after nine hit that subscribe button yeah do it and have yourselves a great weekend everybody first weekend of fall uh i'll mention uh just a couple of things here if you want to celebrate something this weekend today is national one hit wonder day played a ton of them on our radio show it's national quesadilla day Easy, delicious, and National Lobster Day, Mm -hmm. shitty, hard to make. Tomorrow, (laughs) Saturday, National Hunting and Fishing Day, get out there. National Singles Day tomorrow as well, Saturday. Happy, I don't know, Saturday to the singles. Uh, Sunday. You could join a a, a dating app if you want to or celebrate celebrate being single, right? Do all the things that you want to do because you want to do it and you don't have to listen to anybody else or talk to anybody else about it, right? If if you're single anyway, apparently the people on three fun that are either a Capricorn, a Leo, or a Gemini would yep. love to meet you. Sign they'd up like for to, that app. They'd like to invite you to their house this weekend. <laughs> your, your plans are set. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. We'll catch you soon. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. (laughs) And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.